driver who burst onto the Formula 1 stock car scene in 2019 was Liam Gilbank. Liam had a fantastic first year in the sport and will certainly be one to watch in 2020. Before the new season starts, we thought it would be a great opportunity to catch up with Liam to find out a little bit more about him and his future plans. Liam, thank you for doing this. Um, I think your first interview, I guess, as a Formula 1 stock car driver, yeah. would that be right? Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Um, so the Gilbank name has been synonymous with the sport for as long as I can remember that. Um, where did it all start for your family? Well, it all started with me, my granddad uh, back in the day. He used to do a mechanic for Willie Harrison and then he moved on to building engines for him and building cars for him and all that. And then, then when my dad turned 16, he stuck him in one and then we started on the So he does start when he was 16. How much did now? But he's in his 40s now, is he's he? getting on. Is he? Yeah. Brilliant. So he's kind of a long history with the sport. Yeah. Um, so bring us right up to date, your debut was the November Gala meeting, uh, the last event of the 2018 season. Can you remember much about that, uh, that meeting, that night? Yeah, I can remember just going out and practising, because I'd never drove before. I drove it to the boss and then turned up at Birmingham and did a lot faster than minutes, I must say. <laughs> so were you scared? No, I got excited to be fair. We're obviously, we're having banter at garage all the time and that. So I was telling my dad I'm easily going to beat him and all that. So it's full of bravado. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. So um, that first that first meeting start at the back? Um, yeah. Would you do that every race or? Yeah, I started at the back from all the races. Uh, I managed to get in the final actually. I start, started at the back in Constellation and managed to get up to six. So I got in the final and then uh, I, didn't, I didn't finish the final. I did a few laps. So. But a great first yeah. meeting. Yeah. So um, let's say you up for 2019. So 2019, um, you finished the season as novice of the year, top of the blue grade, and 270 points. Did that exceed your expectations, considering it was your first full year in the sport? Well, I, I really my target was to get to red top, but I didn't I didn't quite get there. But I'm, I'm only one point out, so I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I've done too much. That's, that's a huge kind of target you set yourself to get to red in your first well, year. Not many people have gone from white to red top, so I just thought it'd be a bit of a statement if I could do it. Yeah. So, but pleased with the with the outcome. Yeah. And you got novice of the year. Was that was that one you were aiming for? Or? Yeah, that's that. Were, I was also aiming that. That was one of them. I want to win that because you, you only get one go at it. So. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Um, so, you know, I mentioned right at the very beginning, you know, the Gilbank name has been around the sport for a long time. Um, does that bring with it a certain level of, of expectation um, from you, or are you kind of quite okay with it? No, I'm quite relaxed about it, to be honest. I think I, I personally put more pressure on myself than, than anyone else puts on me because I, I just want to be, be the best. So you're not getting like from your dad, your granddad, they're not kind of giving you. No, they're alright. They, they know that I'm, I'm driven enough on myself to. Brilliant. So you've come into Formula One. Yeah. Full season 2019. Did you consider going into anything else um, other than Formula One? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I suppose the dream is to be like race sprint cars in America, but that's that's a bit far away, isn't it? It is. But it was always Formula One. Yeah, well, growing up around the tracks, watching my dad all the time, I definitely loved some time. Okay. And prior to Formula One, what did you race? Did you race anything else prior to Formula One stock cars? Uh, just racing, racing minis for three years. Before that, I raced go karts for a bit. Very different go karts and minis. Yeah. Well, we went for go karts originally because I thought it'd be less dangerous because we're on a small and I thought we were going to get hurt. But then you're racing around at 50 mile an hour, that far off floor with no seat belts in. So, both about the same really. So, yeah. then, then when I turned 13, I got a minute. 
And did you, did you have a good mini career? Was it? What did you kind of? Yeah, well, I, I managed to win a few finals and get up to the top quick and did all right. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so, um, 17 years of age, uh, you're one of the youngest drivers on the grid. Um, how does it feel when you line up against John Lunds or you see Frank Raymond Jr. in your mirrors? Does that kind of like cross your mind? Well, it, do, it does a bit, but then you just, you just get your head down and get on with it. But it's John Lunds sat next to you. Yeah, but he's old now, isn't he? Time <laughs> to move over. <laughs> um, so, 17, like I said, yeah. you're 17, aren't you? I've not just made that up. <laughs> um, so, not long out of school. So, um, yeah. what was your favourite subject in school? School. Uh, I to be honest, I didn't really have a favourite subject in school. I weren't, weren't too good at school, to be honest. I only went to school, so then I, w I was sat in his classroom thinking, yeah, I've finished this and I can go to the garage. Okay, <laughs> so you didn't, didn't enjoy it then, no. is that the third side? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, are any of your friends interested in, in your racing? Do they kind of know what you do at the weekends or uh, in, down at the workshop? No, not really. I, I kind of kept it quiet all the way through school, to be fair, because People don't really understand when you start talking about it. They think it's just banger racing. But it's far from it. But yeah. They don't seem to understand it. So. so they're not kind of like Liam goes off and does something with racing and don't really. No, I just. I don't know. Really. You want to bring them along? <laughs> Show them what you do. <laughs> um, so what do you do for a job? So you left school. Um, yeah. So what do you do for a job? What is your uh, job? I've got my own business with my dad, with Jamie Fabrications, and we just fabrications really. We built a few, we built my tarmac car, and we've uh, done a few work on people's, other people's cars, and built some stables and installed a few conveyors, all, all sorts of stuff. Really. Okay. So is that like, is this kind of you set for life in terms of a job and a career, or is it something else you'd like to kind of go and do? Well, hopefully, yeah, because it. Like my dad's, my dad's worked for someone else most of his life until yeah. we started this, and he's found already it's a, a lot more freedom. Like this, this event we we came down Friday. You know, you can't really normally do that when you work for someone else, but yeah, we just both come down. Okay, good, and it's going well. Yeah, Lots it's going well. It's going well. Um, so stock cars is a very time-consuming time hobby. Um, do you have time to do anything else outside of like working on your car or racing? Well, we work seven days a week, so I don't really, don't really have much spare time. But when a bit out, we play at Xbox a bit, watch a bit of telly, just normal stuff really. Okay. So, what's your favourite television program? Um, I'd probably say something like Fast and Loud sort of car program. Okay. Yeah. And do you have a favourite film? Uh, Days of Thunder. Do you? Yeah. That is my favourite film yeah. too. Yeah. Do you have it on like repeat? And like. Yeah, I've watched it about two hundred times. Two hundred times. So you could you could like quote some lines out of it, could you? Yeah, me and my dad do that all the time. Yeah, we're always we're always at it. Oh, quick quote in Days yeah. of Thunder. Love that. Do you want to do some now? No, no. Are you sure? No. Opportunity. It could be like a new career. Like, um, okay. So you guys have always built your own cars. You yeah. uh, said that you know that's kind of your you know one of your main businesses now. It's kind of building stock cars. Um, so your shell car, probably one of the oldest yeah. on the grid. Yeah, and so what what yeah. is the history of that? Where where did that all start? Well, it was it was built in. 1994, when my dad was 18, a long time ago, uh, he got laid off from his first job and then built that, that blue car in six weeks. Okay. Wilf Warns' garage, with he used to be number 91, he used to race, yeah. with, with him, uh, my granddad and my dad, them, they all built it in six weeks. Okay. And it's still going, are you doing much to kind of bring it up to date, I guess, because it is very competitive, you know, you yeah. won a final yeah. last year, isn't it? It's had a few updates, but it's still, still original, really. Okay. Um, and 
you debuted a new car, Chalmite car, uh, towards the back end of 2019. Um, so, kind of, tell me about that. Well, I, when, I, when I turned 16, when I just finished beers, obviously I wanted to jump straight into the F1. And again, we'd had some too small to get hurt, so I had, to, I had some uh, time off. And then, in that time, I built that car because he said, he said originally, if you want to race, you've got to build your own car. Yeah. It, thinking it could put me off, but it didn't. It so you built it yourself? Yeah, I built it myself. I was doing it for like a year, and then maybe I'd had six months on it, they're really finishing it. So, um, is there anything different about it that kind of uh, is different to kind of stock cars already out there? Is there any ideas you've put into it that you could uh, share that's not like top secret? Well, I mean, uh, te technically, it's not that much different to a normal car, but I've, I've tried to style it like so it looks completely different to yeah. everything else. Got a bit of a tilt uh, cab thing going on, hasn't it? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The garage floor's not level. <laughs> so it was a mistake, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, do you prefer racing on Shell or Tarmac? Shell. Why? Why prefer Shell? Because it's fun, isn't it? Because sideways. Okay. And do you have a favourite Shell track? Kingsley. Okay. It's got to be Kingsley. You can, you can race two or three wide, there's multiple lines all over the track, it changes throughout the track and it's always prepared well. Yeah. You had a big incident at Sheffield, I think last meet, one of the last meetings there yeah. last year. Yeah, it went flying straight over the top of Phoebe Wayman. Some landed it. Yeah, landed it's it. impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. There's a great picture, I think, in the Stockholm magazine yeah. of you kind of up in the air. We get, we, we are like, I'm going over the fence. I've got my eyes shut. To Did be you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've talked about your cars. Um, there's loads of great stock cars out there. Is there any that you particularly admire? Um, you think actually that's a really nice stock car? Um, if, if there are any others I would admire, I would say Leaf Ferris Tarmac car. That's, that's a nice car. It always uh, turns out a decent car when he builds one. Yeah. Any others? Just Lee? No, yeah, just... And it's got a nice paint job on it as well. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so you've been racing for a full year. Mm -hmm. um, who's the hardest driver you've come across um, since you've been racing? To be honest, I've not, I've not really had that much trouble. So like, you know, like Frankie Wayman and Matt Nose are the big names. They, they've like respected me quite a lot. You know, just they've not really just smashed me straight into the fence like they could do if they wanted. I've not really had any problems with anyone. Okay. Do you struggle to get past somebody, or is there anybody mm. you think, oh... Well, if, if anyone, I would have to say Ryan Harrison, because if you move out of his way, he, he also moves out of the way, just so he can hit you. And he, just, <laughs> he likes it, don't he? <laughs> so if you see Ryan in your mirrors, you're like, I don't know what to do. You're getting hit anyway, no matter if you move out of the way or not. Are you bothered by that? Is it just like... Yeah. Just one of them things? It's just one of them, isn't it? Um, so you, you're part of a talented group of up-and-coming drivers within the sport. Is there any that you consider your sort of main rival, if you like? I'd say uh, all of them, really. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Courtney Witts, because in, she's not done that many meetings because she's not got her own car, but in the meetings she's done, she's been very impressive. Yeah. I think if she had a full-time car, she'd be up there. Okay. And do you kind of, when you're in a race meeting, you see you kind of got those guys racing against you. Do you kind of think I want to beat them today, or do you, oh, I want to beat everybody? I want to beat everyone. Okay. Cool. Um, so, we've talked about your favourite track, um, and you've been around the sport for a while. So, if there's a track you could bring back to race on, that obviously we can't race on at the moment, which one would it be? Coventry. Okay. Because uh, I race mini there quite a lot. Yeah. It's always a, it's always a good track. Massive straights. So, like to go around there and follow the see how fast it is. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. It's still there though, it might come back one day. We can yeah. live in hope. Just turn up, jump fence. Who's going to know? Who's <laughs> going to know? Um, 
So what's the best piece of advice you've been given so far that's kind of helped you in your, your racing um, at the minute? Yeah, well, uh, obviously I've got my dad giving me a lot of advice through, throughout the season, trying to teach me out with things, but probably the best advice would be the first meeting at Sheffield. We went onto the track and it stood on the uh, start straight and he said, you need to turn in here. And then, but if you turn, if you try and turn in here, you've got it fencing. I, I did two races, and then it grand. By the time it got to Grand National, I thought I were good. Went a bit wider, <laughs> went straight fence. <laughs> it's, so the people talk about the fence at Sheffield and say that it's actually it's quite a soft fence unless you're at a post. Yeah, yeah. Well, the post and ropes not actually that soft. It's, your problem is when it bounces back out and you yeah. just, just someone drives straight to the back wheel. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. So you say your dad gives you some advice. So is that kind of on the bus to meetings, or is it when you're at the track? Do you kind of discuss how you how you race that particular surface or that, that you know that event? Well, all all the time, really. I mean, before I started, we watched a lot of videos on YouTube and stuff, and it was showing me where people were doing the right thing, where they're going wrong and stuff. And, but like, if if I'm in the heat and he's not in one, he'll watch me and then yeah. tell me if I'm doing wrong or we need to change the car or like that. So it is very much like the guys in Days of Thunder, isn't it? Yeah. You tell it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, brilliant. Um, okay, so we're motorsport with Attitude today. Yeah. There's loads of other drivers from other formulas. What would you say to any of them to convince them to come into Formula One if they don't already race Formula One stock cars? I don't think there's uh, many motorsports where it's as hard and as fast as, as F1s. I mean, there's F2s, but they're not, they're not as fast, are they? No. It's like the the pinnacle, isn't it, of yeah. sport in England, really. So you'd sell it? You'd absolutely yeah, say it's the right I'd thing to do? it's great. Um, so the new season's just around the corner. Have you set yourself any goals or aspirations or targets that you want to you wanna do in the new season? Uh, well, I, I looked at the final grades of last year, and obviously I seen that I finished 17th, one point off red top, and I thought, shoot out, it's only top 12 in it, it's not that hard, so I probably, probably think I can get in there. It's only five more people to meet, isn't it? So you're going for shoot out, actually? For it, yeah. That's going to get a bit hard when you're in that shoot out, though, isn't it? Be They're going to start itching you then, though, aren't they? I'll have to back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're racing at some, I guess, some new tracks to you in 2020, so we're going to Bristol, uh, we're going up to Scotland. Yeah. Um, have you got any plans to go and race at those tracks? Yeah, I think we'll be doing all of them. Really. Okay. I've been to race Scotland in the mini, but can't wait to get in the F1 round County Beef. That, right, County Beef scares me watching stock cars yeah. around County Beef. I think it's great. Do you? Yeah. But it's just a wall. There's just a wall all the way around yeah. there. We've got a photo of my dad back in there when he raced there. He's gone up wall and it good has gone straight through radiator. That's cool. <laughs> so you're not scared of the wall at Cannon yeah. Booth? Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so I guess it's not Scotland, but what's the best holiday destination you've been to? Uh, probably say, I've been, I've been quite a few places in America, but uh, anywhere in America really, it's, it's great. We, we always look where, look where there's some race meetings, me and my dad, and then we say, yeah, we'll go, we'll go there. So not, not interested in shopping or sunbathing, we'll, we'll go watch some racing. So that's where the sprint car attractions yeah, come yeah, from? Yeah. Is that doable, do you reckon? Is that, is I don't that... know. Hopefully. Okay. I hope so. But the thing is, this might get you noticed. Somebody might yeah. watch this in America and go, ah, that Liam Gilbank, <laughs> he's, he's there. <laughs> okay, Celebrity Crush, have you got one? No, not really. No one? No. <laughs> Liam disappointed. Um, your dad is leading um, last lap, going into the last bend of the final. You're behind him in second. You've got a proper chance of taking him out. Are you going to do it? 
Definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Flat out. Really? Yeah. So King's then, you're going to put him up the fence? Yeah. Will he be okay with that? Well, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably quite a while, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, And finally, what does the future hold for Liam Gilbank in Formula 1 Stock Cars? Well, um, hopefully I'll just carry on winning races. I'm going to try and get some championships under my belt soon. Okay. Keep going. Do you, you know, the likes, you've got the likes of Tom, Frankie, the, at the top of the sport, and they are you know, at the pinnacle of the sport at the minute. Is that kind of where you um, sort of pitch yourself, you want to be up there? Yeah, I definitely see myself being up there in a few years. Okay. Brilliant. Liam, it's been a fantastic chat to you. Yeah, Good luck for 2020. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.